Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're all doing very, very well and have really enjoyed the start of the new year and are hitting it with new vigour and new tenacity. So one thing I always like to look at at this kind of point in the year is how did your goals go last year? Did you achieve your health and fitness goals or your business goals or your relationship goals? finances, whatever they were. So did you hit those goals? And also, what are your goals for 2020? What are your plans? What would you like to achieve? So if you head over to my Instagram, at Keylenster, and yeah, just drop me a message. Let me know what they are. And if I can help, I'd love to. I would love to. Anyway, so we're at that kind of point of the year now, you know, January, when everyone's on that health kick. <clears throat> Everyone's trying to reclaim the body they had sort of November time. Um, everyone's kind of wishing that they were back to having better days because after, let's be serious, Chris month, um, a month of December where people just live off mulled wine and mince pies um, and find far too many excuses to, to not train. Um, yeah, it kind of gets to that point in the year. And you kind of look down and you just think, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so what I want to touch on today is how to successfully body recomp. Now, what this means is to lose fat, but also build muscle. And by no stretch is it an easy process. And certain demographics, certain people are far more... Um, likely to have a much more successful body recomp than other people. So those people in particular are either people that have never really properly done any form of like resistance training. Um, so you get the what we call sort of like newbie gains, but then also people that haven't really followed any particular program that have just kind of just been going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym. Um, haven't really put any real time and effort into getting a program and nailing it down. But then finally, you also get those people who have had a long layoff, who maybe haven't been to the gym in a month, two months, three months or so, or however long, just haven't been to the gym in a while. Um, they as well are much more likely because you get things like muscle memory that comes in and plays in your favour. Um... But yeah, so essentially what you're looking for in a body recomp is to shed as much fat as possible whilst building muscle. Now, there's a few key aspects that I'm going to I'm going to um touch on. But the main one for this, the the most important aspect of successfully improving your body shape is your training. Now, I know a lot of people turn around to you and say, no, no, you know, diet is key, da 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 100%, like, diet is everything when it comes to kind of, like, fat fat loss or building muscle. But at the same time, if you are not training efficiently and if you're not stimulating your muscles effectively, you are not going to change your body shape. It is as simple as that. 
yeah, when you're trying to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And for a body recomp, yeah, being a slight calorie deficit. But at the same time, it's all well and good being in a calorie deficit. But if you're not stimulating your muscles, they will not grow. And if you are not effectively training um, and putting effective stimulus through those muscles, in no way is your body shape going to change. You're just going to still kind of sit there like looking pretty skinny fat if that is kind of the position that you're in where you don't really have any muscle mass and your fat body fat levels are pretty pretty big it's a lot of like what you'd imagine your sort of standard city goer who doesn't really train to go like to be like you know goes out has a couple of beers at lunch doesn't really focus on diet, you know, so I'm not saying you don't, don't necessarily have to be fat, you might be quite skinny, but pudgy and soft, because you don't actually have any muscle mass, so when you are looking to recomp your body, and when you're looking to change your body shape, training is literally the most important aspect, because you can still have a pretty shit diet. But if you start training hard, you're still going to see results. Whereas if you diet hard, but you're not really training, all you're going to get is skinny. And not like, and not like lean, like skinny. So that is probably the most fundamental, the most fundamental aspect of this. And I can't stress that enough is that you need to train hard and you need to train effectively. And so we'll go over what I mean by training effectively. Now, your program should be designed around your lifestyle. So and what I mean by that is your program should work and be conducive to whatever life that you lead. So if you're going to get to the gym three times a week, that is enough to see, that is more than enough to be fair, to see strong changes in your body. But you just need to ensure that those three sessions that you're there, you are training very hard and you're doing full body workouts. So when you're looking at your program design, or it's probably easiest if you go and speak to someone who knows what they're doing and get a program from them, um, plug. You know, got the Champions Body Challenge, which is my eight-week transformation challenge starting February the 3rd. Um, you can hit the link in my show notes and that will send you through to the form to sign up for that. But yeah, I can guide you to getting in great shape. But anyway, um, that aside, so you need to make sure that you have a program that is conducive to your lifestyle. Um, but only that, that it follows along with your lifestyle. So you need to look at how many times a week you're going to be training. And then you need to get a, um, a program that works alongside that. If you can only, if you can get to the gym five, six times a week, that's perfect. 90% or 99% of programs will like work and you will successfully get a strong body recomp as long as you stick to it and train consistently and hard but like I said so you're going to get those days you're going to get those weeks where you can't train 
every day like you want to. You can only train, say, three times a week, four times a week. So however many days a week you can get to the gym is how I'd structure my training sessions. So if you're going to get to the gym three times a week, I'd just do three full-body training sessions. Um, and then wherever you can, I'd maybe do, like, little body weight circuits at home if you've got, like, half an hour free one day or, like, if you don't have time to get to the gym but you've still got a bit, like, an hour or half an hour free to do something, just smash out, like, a bodyweight circuit. You're not going to completely change your whole physique just by doing those little bits, but every little helps. And the only workouts that you're going to regret are the ones you didn't do. So just get it in. So, yeah. If you are only going to the gym three times a week, I'd go full bodies. If you're going four times a week, I'd probably go an upper lower, upper lower. Um, five times a week, you could do full body, push, pull, legs, full body. And then the more times you go on from there, you can even just do like push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs. You can do more of like a bro split if you go quite a lot. But the one thing you want to make sure of is that when it comes to building muscle, you want frequency. So you want to be putting an effective amount of stimulus through those muscles at least twice a week. So if you look at an area which, say, most blokes would like to grow, would be their chest. You want to make sure that you're stimulating the different muscle groups within your pecs, your major and your minor, effectively you want to be getting at least 10 to 12 sets through those, like, of, of lifting through those muscles a week. Obviously, yeah, you can just go, like, GVT and smash it all out in a one but you will die. Like, that will just ruin your chest, and you're probably not going to be able to put as much force through that because of fatigue and the like. So what you want to do is kind of break that down into two sessions to really optimize the amount of stimulus you can put through those muscles in order to achieve growth. Um, so the key areas that you want to focus on in growing, you want to make sure that you're hitting those at least twice a week, which is why I say if you want to if you can only get to the gym three times a week, then do three full body sessions, but make sure that you're hitting the muscle groups that you want to grow effectively at least twice, uh, in at least two of those sessions. Um, and then obviously when you're going upper lowers and stuff like that, again, when you're doing your upper, make sure you're hitting chest in both of those days. Um, you get a gif, you get a gif. Anyway, so, moving on from that, I completely forgot what I was just about to say. That's really annoying. Um, so you want to go up or lower? But anyway, yeah, so, those muscles that you want to grow, you need to make sure you're getting adequate amount of frequency and ad adequate amount of stimulus through those muscles in order to make them grow. Simples, right? So obviously, if you're going three times a week, full bodies, upper lower, blah blah, I've been over that. Um, and then yeah, if you're going more, then you can kind of 
um, go for more like bro splits, but still ensure, even if you're doing sort of your bro splits, still to ensure that you're getting enough frequency through those muscles. Because that is the, the only issue I do find with the bro split is you're not really getting as much frequency if you're only doing chest one day and then sort of like back and buys the next then like you're not getting consistent, not consistent, but you're not getting the most optimal amount of frequency going through those muscles. Um, but yeah, so the next thing on that is just get yourself a program and just stick to it. That is the one biggest thing I can say is just find a program. It can be any program and just stick to it. Give it 8 to 12 weeks at least. If you're not seeing any results, maybe ensure that you're training hard when you're actually going to the gym. If you're not seeing results, then yeah, by all means, you can go and maybe change. But really focus on getting in there and getting stuck into a program. Give it your all and trust me, I recommend... Not I recommend, sorry... I'm telling you, you will definitely see results if you train hard and you just stick to a one program. If you're chopping and changing between between different programs, you're not giving your body time to get used to those that sort of that particular training paradigm. Um, so make sure you get in there, get one program, stick to it. And then if after 8 to 12 weeks you're not enjoying it or you're just not seeing results, then by all means change. But don't just change every sort of other week because you're just not going to like gain any true results. It's oh, raining again. That is um one thing. I've I got to tell you, I did miss it when I was in Australia. It was all the rain. <laughs> not. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyways, we get sidetracked. So, training program. Biggest, biggest thing I can say. Get one program and stick to it. Now, alongside this, with regards to the training, is cardio. Do not overdo your cardio. Because one thing we're trying to recomp, yeah, you're trying to shed fat, but at the same time... If you're just going to be sitting in the gym doing hours and hours of cardio, what you're also doing is burning off muscle. Your body will use your stored um, carbohydrates, which is glycogen, the muscles, as energy. It will also use your stored fat, which is what everybody wants. But then also it will use your um, lean tissue as well. If you're in a calorie deficit, your body will use anything it can for energy. And unfortunately, it's not as straightforward as it will just use fat because that's what you want it to do. Like everything in life, shit never goes exactly the way you want it to go. Like what seems straightforward to us doesn't seem straightforward to your body. Obviously, your body doesn't understand that you ate far too many mince pies or Christmas, like your body's still kind of stuck in the dark age with regards to the whole sort of fat loss pandemic that we're, we're facing now. So when you're sitting there trying to get nice and lean, your body will fight against you at times because it doesn't understand that you just want to look good. It doesn't understand that you just overeaten because you've been like 
hedonic as fuck over Christmas, it doesn't really get that. So, make sure when you do this, I, I, I mean, I think everyone should do cardio. Like, definitely, whether you're bulking, whether you're cutting, whether you're just trying to improve your bloody health markers. There's so much more to cardio than just the sort of bodybuilding term of, oh, it's cardio, it helps burn fat. Yeah, it helps burn fat, but then I think everyone should be able to run for a bus without needing to, like, crack out a defibrillator. Like, I think everyone should have a good standard base level of health and fitness. So, yeah, by all means, I think everyone should be able to at least run, if not run, like, you should be able to jog a couple of K without keeling over and dying. Everyone should be able to get on the rowing machine and smash out, or everyone should be able to sprint for at least, say, five or ten seconds. You should be able to at least get 60-odd metres, again, without absolutely dying. So, by all means, I think you should um, do cardio, but don't just focus on cardio as your metric, or not as your metric, but as your form of training. If you're trying to improve your body shape, just doing cardio is not going to stop you um, or it's not going to help you build muscle. And that is essentially what you want. When you're looking to improve your body shape, you want to build muscle so that when you do lose that fat, you've got a good athletic physique underneath. If you only focus on cardio, you're just going to get skinny and you're just going to look like shit, really. So make sure that when you are training, your main focus is going to be on your resistance exercises. But then alongside that, obviously, you are going to have, or I would always recommend doing some form of cardio. So for me, my go-to would be boxing. I go and hit the bag, like do a few rounds of that, because it's a bit higher intensity. You can also do like sprint work. So I'd say maybe do like one hit session a week. So do 20 seconds as hard and fast as you can, 40 seconds rest or 30, 30, you know, a minute on, minute off, something like that. And then also like a lower, a lower intensity, like just a nice light jog. Like go out for, for 20 minutes, just jog 10 minutes out of your house, jog 10 minutes back. Get outside and jog. Obviously, as I'm saying this, it's pissing down. So probably wait for like some fair weather. But get out of your house and and do your do your workouts outside the house rather than in the and rather than in the gym because there's nothing more demoralising and boring than just jogging on a fucking treadmill or just sitting on a recumbent bike, just spinning away. Yeah, I understand if you've got like Love Island on your bloody iPad or something like that, or you've got some well like the new series of You on Netflix, like on your on your iPad or your laptop. Or something that you're kind of engrossed in. Yeah, it does make the time go time go fast. Or if you've got like a book or an audible. Yeah, okay, I understand that. But still, get out and get some fresh air. Like, go out, get some fresh air. Enjoy some fucking sunlight. If we ever get any in London. Or England, sorry. Or fucking majority of Europe at this time of year. But yeah, just go outside. Even if you just try and jog a bit earlier on. Um... Yeah, I just think you can't beat just getting out into a nice open field and going out for a nice long jog, you know, sun beating down your face, fresh air blowing. Yeah, it's just, you can't beat that rather than just sitting in a sweaty little gym just jogging on a treadmill. It's just it's just not the same. Um, plus the fact, treadmills obviously assist you in your jog. 
But then alongside that as always, I don't think everyone should do but everyone has this weird um connotation uh, this weird association and by running you're gonna lose weight. It's not like you can get the same stimulus, the same caloric burn through any other form of cardio. And the thing is, running is so high impact on your joints that it can actually be pretty destructive. Especially if you've never jogged before. Like if you've never really jogged or run before and you want to start running, by all means, go out and start running. I'm not going to sit here and say don't because I quite enjoy running when I can be asked to do it. But at the same time... Don't think that just by running you're going to lose weight. Again, it's a whole calories are king as we always spout. Like, get you get your diet in check, get your calories in check before you focus on just running. But running is, I find it is a very enjoyable thing to do if you get into the sort of rhythm, you get into the swing. But if you've never really run before, don't just go out, oh, I'm going to go for like a five-mile jog. You will die. You'll break your knees. Your whole body, your knees, your hips, your ankles will fight against you. So look for something else rather than just that. Now, build up slowly. If you do really want to start running or really want to, really want to start jogging, start slowly. Literally, I'd set aside 10 minutes, go out, just jog for 20 seconds, walk for 20 seconds. Jog, like Do little intervals like that. Build it up so then your your jog or run time gets a bit longer, your rest time gets a bit shorter. And then before you know it, you'll be able to do like a couple of minutes running. And then before you know it, you'll be able to do a couple of Ks running and you build, you build, you build. Don't become impatient and just try and rush that process because trust me, you are just, that is a recipe for disaster. But anyway, that's that's on another note. So don't think that by... Um, don't only focus on, what do you call it, on cardio, sorry. That is one thing I see in the gym all the time, is people who are sitting in there just smashing out, just runs, rows, or on the recumbent bike, on the cross trainer, just plodding along. And the thing is, you'll see them do that for a couple of months, and they will literally achieve zero. Their body shape will not change. They just get a little bit sweaty on the bike, because the thing is, with just doing more and more cardio, your body becomes more and more effective so it burns less and less calories. If you think about running, when you first started running, like if you've ever gone out and you've say gone to run a mile, if you've never run before, you try and run a mile, it will fucking blow you out, or you, it will be exhausting and yeah, you'll burn a lot of calories. But you keep doing that mile, your body becomes much more efficient at running and the amount of calories you burnt the first time that you ran a mile will probably be half of what you'll burn your temp time you run a mile because your body is a very efficient organism and it's a very complex organism and understands that through efficiency essentially equals survival because if you're going to be running away from a lot like looking from tigers and stuff if you are literally keeling over and dying after a mile every single time obviously back in the wild you'd, you'd be eaten whereas if you get really effective of the, at that at that running away it's going to be much more improved the likelihood of, of living as of success at life. <laughs> um, anyway, I'll keep going on fucking tangents. So yeah, just don't focus, like do a couple of, um, what do you call it, of um, cardio sessions a week by, by every means. Like I don't think there's, there's nothing better for de-stressing than going out for a nice like 
jog or just doing some form of like steady state cardio i find it really really helps with your your mindset but anyway so nail down a strong training program stick to it consistency is key so make sure you get a good solid program and just nail that down and then whilst you're also doing that don't only focus on cardio, really focus on lifting weights to build muscle so that when you do shed off the fat, you've actually got a nice, strong body shape underneath to so you look glam, rather than just being a skinny little runt. Now, finally, diet. And it is true, diet is very, very key. But you can still have a pretty shit diet, especially if you've never trained before, and train hard as fuck and you will still look pretty good you'll still start gaining a bit of muscle people start being like oh your arms look better oh your chest is looking a bit bigger so by by every by every means if you nail down your training and you nail down your diet you will literally completely transform your body and now with this, calories are king. That is, is, that is a, the be-all and end-all of it. And now when it comes to a, a successful body recon, you don't want to, don't dive into like, go just like balls out and go, right, I'm not going to eat anything. I'm going to shave off like huge amounts of body fat. Don't do that, honestly. To, success, to have a successful body recon, what you want to do is, whatever your body weight is in pounds, Times that by 10. That would be like your basal metabolic rate. So that would be the amount of energy that you need just to stay alive in like a vegetative state. Now from there, times that number by an activity factor. So this depends on your your activity, funnily enough. So And this can go from anywhere from sort of like 1.2 up to like two and a half, three for athletes and stuff. But most people will probably want to times up by about like 1.3, 1.4. That's the kind of person who maybe hits eight to 10,000 steps a day, trains like three or four times a week pretty hard or four or five times a week. Um, so I'd say probably times up about 1.1.4, 1.5. And that would be your to total daily energy expenditure. Now from that, I'd just subtract to maybe... 300 calories, don't want to go too aggressive. Now I'd stay on those calories a little bit. And when I say stay on those calories, you need to track. This is one thing I can't stress enough. When you're looking to improve your body shape, when you're looking to lose fat or build muscle or anything, you need to make sure you are measuring. So things like your steps, the top two things to make sure you track daily are your steps and your calories because if you are not measuring something you are not managing it there's no certainty in guesswork so if up until now you've been like yeah no but i eat pretty good but i'm just not losing weight it's because you're not in a calorie deficit you can eat as healthy as you want and still be going over your calories just because you're eating healthy food does not mean you will lose weight so make sure that you start tracking your calories get in the habit of tracking um, and it will literally make your whole life so much easier because it's also something you can be accountable to because you might know if you're not tracking, say, and you go throughout your day, you have your dinner and that dinner takes you on to, say, about your, say, your calories. 
like you're roughly around the sort of calorie limit, you you sort of you, you're around your protein limit. That's the only thing you really need to focus on is so make sure your calories and your proteins, you're hitting those. And then your missus will come out of ice cream, be like, hey, do you want some ice cream? Now, if you're not tracking, she might ask she might offer you that and you'll be like, Well, yeah, of course I want some fucking ice cream. Like, after dinner, who does not want ice cream? But that ice cream will then send you over your calorie limit. You might be like, oh, but I only had a couple of spoons of ice cream. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's still going to take you, say, 200 calories over, which is therefore a hindrance and stopping you losing fat. So like I said, I can't stress it enough. If you're trying to shed fat, just start tracking. Honestly, it will be, it will be the biggest, biggest thing I can say to you. And not only that, it's such an eye, but if you've never tracked before, when you start tracking, you realise how many fucking calories are in certain foods, and you're just like, boy, what the fuck? Like, when you start looking at some of those bloody cappuccinos and shit they sell around Christmas time, or just all, all time, and that's what's in some of the cappuccinos at Starbucks, something like a thousand calories, that's like half of a majority of people's bloody daily calorie intake. Like, trust me, there's a certain foods that you will look at, and you'll be like, how the fuck did is there that amount of energy in that little thing this um yeah it's mind-blowing but um but anyway but anyway so start tracking and then around that what you want to ensure is that you want to try and make your diet as quote-unquote healthy as possible now what i mean by that is is just eating single ingredient foods natural healthy unprocessed Foods like meats, fucking veggies, fruits. No one here is gonna look at an apple. That's unhealthy. Like everyone knows what healthy food is. So it's just a case of just putting it into perspective and just be like, all right, okay, I need to eat more of that. And simply, that is all you need to do. Just get out and just start eating healthier foods and tracking. Now. If you really want to streamline the process of losing fat and really improving your body shape, I go for a little diet that, obviously, I had so much time to think on this flight back from Australia. It was like 22 hours. So I designed a, um, a little diet, and I call it the Hulk diet. So when you go to eat food, outside, oh, this is only outside of your training window. When you go to eat food outside of your training window, so that's not your pre-workout and not your post-workout, not the meal you have just before you go to the gym, not the meal you have just after, all the meals like around that, is I call it the Hulk diet. So if it looks like that, so if it's green, like veggies, yes, that is a yes, that is a big fucking tick, have that. And also... If it's like an animal, like the Hulk, if it's alive, it's, if it offers it was alive, don't start eating living fucking things. That's a bit weird. Um, frowned upon, unfortunately, in our society. I say unfortunate, it's probably not very unfortunate. Start come around my house and start eating my dog. I'll kick you in the teeth, to be fair. So, yeah. Obviously, make sure that the um, animal's dead, but yeah. And the Hulk is pretty lean as well. So, well, I say pretty lean, it's fucking rigged out. So, have lean meats and loads of green veggies. Simple as that. And I can't stress enough, like, green veggies. So 
like avoid the starches, have your starches around your workouts. So if you really want to streamline your um, your body shape, that that fat loss process, have your carbs around the times you're going to train, have just before your workout and just after. And that way your body will effectively and efficiently use them up. And they won't just kind of like go in, like fill up your glycogen stores and lead to overspill or anything like that. But at the same time, if you're not going to focus on that, just make sure that you're in a calorie deficit. Because studies have shown that irrelevant of what your macronutrient breakdown is, over the course of, say, like, I think, well, however long, it doesn't matter whether you go high carb, low carb, fucking high fat, keto, bloody spaghetti only, honey only, whatever. You will lose the same amount of fat because... It all come. It all comes down to that calorie deficit. The one thing alongside that that I will say is ensure that you're eating adequate protein. So at least two grams per kilogram of your body weight. So between that and two point five, that is what I'd always go for. That is just my go-to for for protein. Make sure you're eating an efficient amount of protein because. Protein is the building blocks of your body. So all you need to ensure, like what you need to make sure of is that your body you're giving your body sorry the right building blocks obviously to build muscle. Um like carbs are predominantly energy, so that's why you have them around your training window as well. It's because you want to be nice and energetic. And then after training, especially especially resistance training your body becomes um, very like insulin, insulin sensitive. Fucking, I can't even talk today. Insulin sensitive. So basically, whenever you, insulin's like a, a storage hormone. So when you eat something, it's going to store it in, in the muscles. So that's why you, after your workout, make sure you're going sort of higher carb, higher protein, lower fat. So that your body will store all that shit in the muscles. And then the two main um, macronutrients that you want your body to use to build. Yeah, so. And alongside that as well, one more thing is satiation. Satiation comes down to feeling full. Now this is probably the one thing that you need to focus on, especially when you go into a calorie deficit where you can't just have free range on foods. Unless you're like a genetic freak and you can cut on like 3,000 or 2,500 calories, like power to you. But 99% of other people, um, myself included, we can't do that. So you actually need to start being strategic with the foods that you have. So the biggest thing for um, satiation is obviously... Fiber, protein, protein um, and fiber because it breaks down quite slow, so it makes you feel full. But also fiber um, from obviously vegetables, it's very low calorie per gram. So you think about a kilo's worth of broccoli or any other like cruciferous vegetable or something or like leafy vegetable, that's, that's a lot of food. Like that is an awful lot of food. So just through sheer volume, you're going to make yourself feel full. So that's the thing why 
you want to make sure that you're loading up on green leafy vegetables when you're in a dieting phase and like salady bits because for a very very minimal amount of carbs you can get a huge amount of food obviously when you look at something like i don't know like a dairy milk bar like one of those like like the bigger bars or even like a small bar still like six seven hundred calories a six seven hundred calories and a small bit of food if you want, if I will actually dare you right now, and you can tag me in your attempt on this if you like, take a video of it on Instagram stories or something. But I'd dare you to go and try and eat six or seven hundred grams, um, six seven hundred calories, sorry, of broccoli in a wala. Like even apple, even that's like six apples or six bananas. Even that's going to fill you up pretty powerfully in comparison to like a little bar of chocolate. So again, this is why you want to kind of stay away from sort of processed foods is because they're very high calorie for not very much volume and not very much satiation. Whereas you look at sort of more real, natural, healthy, quote unquote healthy foods are a lot more satiating um, and are going to help fill you up a lot more. So basically, when it comes down to body recomp, they're the three main things you want to focus on. Get a, uh, like a strong training program and stick to it. Like, I can't stress that enough. Just stick to it for at least at least 8 to 12 weeks. Just stick, just keep doing it. And trust me, you will just go from strength to strength within that. And you will then start reaping the rewards and reaping the benefits of that. Now, alongside that is don't overdo cardio. Don't just sit there just plowing on the fucking, um, what's it called? On is it a man? Not my car. That's a that's an exercise. On like the recumbent bike. Don't just sit there, just powering away on that for hours and end. Don't just sit there plowing away on that because not only are you going to um, be burning off like your stored fats and stuff, but you're also going to be burning off your stored muscle. So if you go and do a big like weight session, you start slowly building muscle. If you just go and do hours and hours of cardio, you're just wiping the slate clean and just going back to square one. That yeah. And then finally, is nail down just some consistent healthy eating patterns. Like just ensuring you're in a small deficit. Don't go balls to the wall and just fucking only eat lettuce for a week. It's not going to be like beneficial to anyone and like realistically it didn't take you a couple of days a couple of weeks to get out of shape it's not going to take you a couple of days to get back in shape so you need to just take that into mind this is a long game this is about a healthy lifestyle it's about implementing healthy eating habits healthy training and exercise habits and healthy um, activity habits and doing them daily and then building them into your routine, making them habitual so that irrelevant of where you're at in your life, you'll always just be like, they'll be like your go-to. So you'll just always be doing them. Apart from that, like I said earlier on, I have my um, Champions Body Challenge, which is my eight-week transformation program starting February the 3rd. And there are early bird tickets on sale. So... If you hit the link in my bio on Instagram, I'll put my Instagram below. Um, also, oh yeah, so hit the link in my bio. That will um, send you through to a form, like a sign-up form. 
And then alongside that, if you tag someone in um, my, what do you call it, Champions Body Challenge picture that I'm putting up, that will also set you up for the chance to be in a prize draw to get it for free. So you tag a friend, get them to tag a friend, and the more people you tag in, the more of you, um, well, one of you are in a position where you might actually win the whole thing for free. So yeah, do that. And also, um, if you subscribe to the podcast as well and leave a review, if you leave a review, I'll give you um, a discovery call. So I'll call you up. We can discuss like your training, your health, your fitness, anything like that, any goals, anything you're struggling with, if you're on a plateau, and I can help you overcome that. Um, and I'll give you some free little handouts and stuff as well. But anyway, thank you all very much for listening. And yeah, let's just keep smashing 2020.